What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 184th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ. I forgot how to intro my own show here. You do it the same way every time. I know. It's like my headphones are slightly off here with audio. You want a Micah-inspired time delay? I could be. <laughs> 184, 
this is gonna be a shorter episode for you guys just because I'm still tired from that 14, 15 hour stream. 15 hours. Well, it was up no, for like 14, 14 hours. hours. Yeah. You guys didn't see the, the work planned prior to the stream. The stream, which was. <laughs> which, <laughs> which was. I uh, just showed how we fell apart during that. Do you want to talk about the stream? You want to talk about that right away? Might as well. That was uh, the majority of my screwing up my weekend. Yeah, it screwed up my weekend too. And if it wasn't, we were recording this on on Labor Day. Happy Happy Labor Day, Will. Well, I mean, I don't support labor unions, but sure, I'll take time <laughs> off because they make me. Uh, September seventh is when we are recording this. Uh, normally, we record on Sunday, but I was I I didn't wake up till like three p.m. on yesterday, and then I didn't want to do anything, which is probably the same as your day, Will. Um, I actually only slept for three hours on Sunday. So then I was up at eight because, you know, I have children to take care of. So I had to do that. And then I got to take a nap on Sunday afternoon for like two more hours. That's rough. But today I slept uh, nine hours overnight from Sunday to Monday. And then I just woke up from another two hour nap. So I'm starting to get it back. Yeah, I think I've. Because, you know, I'm not not doing that caffeine anymore. So <laughs> I think I've kind of gotten it back here. I got up around noon, played a little Metal Gear, and here we are recording. How is that Metal Gear? It's good. It's not very play it. it's it's very time consuming. Maybe because because I keep saying I'm bad at it. Well, yeah, I think everyone agrees that you're pretty bad at it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, so for those of you that didn't catch our live stream, uh, myself and Micah, who runs the Twitch Twitch TV slash Micah the Brave, he streams. Pretty much every night because he's insane, but uh, we partnered together to finish the Pokedex. Uh, Mike is, was drawing every single Pokemon in the Pokedex. We ended off at 361, which was the Pokemon after Wobbuffet, if I'm not mistaken. A Snow Runt, I think, is 361, actually. I think we started off with Snow Runt, and then uh, <laughs> once again, we did not finish. We finished Gen 3, we finished Gen 4. We started and finished Gen 4, and then we started and finished Gen 5, which I believe is the biggest collection of Pokemon, with 158? Uh, yes. Around there, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we finished with Genesect, and then uh, by that time it was 3 a.m. on Sunday, and we kind of threw in the towel, Gen 6 being very short with, I believe, 71 Pokemon, but I told... I told Mike at that point we could we could do one more stream that isn't crazy twelve hours long to finish seventy one Pokemon. There wasn't the reason to rush to finish to finish each of them. He could spend a little more time on those, and people enjoyed it. And they're also not uh, two dimensional, so they're going to be harder to draw. <laughs> yeah, uh, people enjoyed uh, the first two streams, so why not have a third stream? Especially for those who might have missed the first or second stream. I also think that uh, because you guys had the technical difficulties for the first hour or so, that's what really kind of knocked you off course. Yeah, yeah. The Michael's internet went out, which was weird because certain parts of his internet still worked. Like the Twitch chat was still working, but he couldn't load any websites or anything. And then as soon as he got on the phone with Time Warner, uh, everything started loading again. 
I'm not sure what went went wrong there, but that was probably we were probably down. We were only up for like 15 minutes, and then we went down for like a half hour, and then we came back. Uh, good, good atmosphere in the chat though, and a lot of people hung out with us for the majority of the day. Or if they couldn't, they came for a bit, left, and then came back. Yeah, definitely. Or some people um, just had the were in it all the, the entire time, but they just kept falling asleep on their couch for like half an hour to an hour at a time. <laughs> and then they wake up and they say, "No, I'm still here. I'm still here." And we 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 gave away a, a lot of things as well for for those of you that weren't watching or maybe that you didn't catch the first two streams. We gave away um, some plushes. We had like a Snivy plush and a Pichu plush, and we gave away. Uh, Charizard Pikachu, like the P- the Pikachu wearing the Charizard hat plush. We it's Pikazard. We gave away a bunch of shirts and stickers. And uh, last time, the first time, we gave away some Amiibos and some shirts and stickers and uh, keychains and stuff. And then Micah was also giving away uh, drawings. So you could win. you would pick any Pokemon you would want, and he would draw that for you in a specific specific way and a lot more detailed than the drawings we were doing on stream because obviously we're just trying to rush the pokedex so if you missed the first two streams uh i highly recommend keeping your ears open to when we announce the date for the third stream because not only will we be doing all of gen 6 but we'll be again giving away like plushes and amiibos and a bunch of stuff so all you got to do is hang out with us and uh, you can win some stuff and see Micah draw some Pokemon. That dude is uh, very talented when it comes to drawing Pokemon. Uh, he's very talented when it comes to drawing anything. That's true. It would be funny if his skill set was only Pokemon. He's pretty good at drawing hot dogs, too. Ugh. I swear I'm going to go into exile if that. The, just, we don't need any more discussion of hot dogs. <laughs> I told him he should draw every Gen 6 Pokemon with a hot dog. Well, that, I think that's okay. <laughs> hot dogs are great. I mean, if you enjoy hot dogs, yes. I like me a, like me a mean hot dog. I prefer a half smoke. Washington, <laughs> D.C.'s own sausage of choice. Was there, a, was there a specific Pokemon in the stream, Will, that you, uh, that you were wait- waiting for that you liked, you enjoyed Micah's drawing of? Oh, the Volcarona. It was super sweet. It's a very nice Volcarona, definitely. That was near the end. That was like 2 a.m. Volcarona came. Uh, I think most people were turned off by Gothitelle uh, <laughs> and her purse. Uh, my, uh, I, I, my Gothitelle was not the worst. The Dusk Noir with no hands. My Dusk Noir was real good, I think, besides for I couldn't draw his hands. And then the other Dusk Noir behind it that was like, question mark, why don't you have any hands? <laughs> Uh, Were those the only ones I drew? I drew Dusk Noir and the Gothitelle line. You did the entire Gothitelle line, yeah. And everybody was like, don't ruin Gothitelle. It's my favorite psychic type. And then afterwards they were like, I don't like Gothitelle anymore. (laughs) But I don't know. The Volcarona was super sweet. Really well done. Yeah. And for those of you that missed it, uh, once we finish the entire Pokedex, we'll have all those photos up. Up somewhere. I don't know where yet. Probably on PokemonPodcast.com. Probably make make the most sense to be there. That's a good place for it. Yeah. Uh, the site gets updated every now and then. Yeah, you can. You should actually revive the, the Saturday series that you used to have where it was like Pokemon art. 
every Saturday. Oh yeah, just do one every Saturday. <laughs> Would be good for seven hundred twenty some weeks. Oh Lord, yep, seven hundred twenty-two. Unless you did the pages, because you you guys didn't do that many pages. Yeah, I think uh, there was 28 pages by the end of the night, 28 layers of Pokemon. I certainly learned quite a bit about Photoshop and uh, Wacom Cintiqs during this (laughs) ordeal. And I don't know what pen he was using. Oh, and the brushes had a name, like Kyle Kyle Webster. Was it the China, China, China stencil or whatever? Uh, I don't remember the stents. I just remember the brushes were like the Kyle T. Webster brushes, <laughs> which I don't even know what that means because they were just drawn lines on the screen. So yeah, he was. Uh, we sh- we should have had Micah here, but uh, he's he's out and about today. But there was a pack of brushes. He said that this guy created, and then so you purchase them and then import them into Photoshop. Um, I think he said they were like twenty bucks for a whole like line of different brushes you can use to draw with in Photoshop, but. When we get Mike back on, we can ask him the details. Uh, let's jump over to some news. Is there news? No. Oh, <laughs> like bar- I'm so excited. There's for barely it. any. We can reiterate that Pokemon Shuffle is now on both Android and iOS devices with the upcharge to coins for, specific, for pretty much every item. And double hearts for some Pokemon. Yeah, isn't wasn't the Kyogre battle double hearts? Yep. Pokemon Shuffle free to play. Obviously been on the 3DS for quite a while now. Since February, did it come out? Oh boy, uh, February March. Was it out before Rumble World? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, then definitely. Yeah. Um, I think maybe when so I visited you in February. Were we shuffling at that point? I think you were shuffling, and I was not. At that point. Well, there you go. That was February. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Pokemon Shuffle on on mobile devices. When I say things are more coins, for example, in, in the 3DS version, to use a Great Ball, I believe it's 2,500 coins. And in the Correct. iOS Android version, it was 4,000 coins. Wow. Yep. So, and I think, like, distru- disruption display is 1,500 coins in the 3DS version. I think it's 2,000 coins in the mobile version. I wonder how much minus one complexity is, because that's the most expensive. Yeah, yeah. I know it's 9,000 in 3DS. I'm not sure. I, I wanna, I'd have to look into that. I have not. I've only played, like, the first two levels to see how it worked. It worked fine. It was pretty much the same game. But I don't really want to, like, redo... Everything I've already done in the 3DS version. The ones that were really hard, and you're like, I never want to see this level ever yeah. again. Yeah. Um, what is... Uh, there was a... Uh, Mega Mega Shark... Mega Sharpedo is the Pokemon of the... Pokemon this week in Pokemon Shuffle. On 3DS, at, at least. We normally record on Sundays, and then on Monday mornings, they update with like the event Pokemon. But <laughs> since we're recording one day later, uh, the... Mega Shar Sharpedo contest is going on right now for a Mega Stone for that Shark yeah. Shark and Knight. I don't know what it's called. Sharpedonite. Sharpedonite. Yes, and right. uh, it's um, dark. It's not water. So make sure to bring your fairies. Your is that bugs. the only dark Mega now here? Because Gengar and Sableye are ghost. Um, or Sableye dark. 
I don't have my 3DS. I can't can't research. I don't know. <laughs> can't remember. Uh, I missed Meowth on uh, Sunday. Totally I forgot about it. is you. Wow. I got Victini. Though. That's yeah, the one that matters. That's to me. true. That's the one you care about the most. Have you ever caught Victini? Yeah, I caught him the first day. I used a great ball because I wasn't sure because they said he was only here on Saturday. So I was like, oh, I don't know if that's just this week or but obviously it's every week now. Yeah. And Lugia's out there. Can't can't catch me a Lugia. I think. Yeah, I can't catch Lugia either. Uh, and I don't have enough coins for complexity. Minus one. So I'm pretty sure this is the point where I'm going to have to spend money because I they don't want. They finally got you. Yeah, well, I don't have any good flying, and it's to the point in the game where like flying Pokemon kind of matter now. Uh, what is Lugia's type? Flying. Oh, flying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like every time I see like the contest, there's always like birds in the top contest, or how or how it's been recently. Like Venusaur was last week, so there was a bunch of flying Pokemon in there. Yeah, I mean, I haven't gotten through all of the main whatever the main line of Pokemon that you can catch. But I would say up to the point where I'm at, they have been incredibly parsimonious on fighting types. Like there's only like two, I think fighting types I've come across Pancham and uh, Lucario and a couple of other types. And then there's like tons and tons of other ones that you're just never going to use. Yeah. (laughs) I remember early in the game, I got through a lot of things really easy because I got the Lucario stone right away. And I remember people who didn't have Mega Lucario were having troubles with that. But now it's like Mega Lucario is almost kind of useless because it feels like there's such a balance in other different types that fighting is not super effective against. Well, and also the uh, you have to get that the horizontal line for Mega Lucario to really be useful. Mm-hmm. And that's like takes far too much planning for the timed levels. Where like Mega Gengar, Mega Gengar... Uh, that's always useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mega Gengar is really good for Meowth, too, because it doesn't accidentally wipe out coins. Uh, that's true. I've tried using Mega Gengar on Meowth, but I can never get it to Mega fast enough. Oh, I gave Mega Gengar that rare candy thing. I did, too. So he, he goes a little quicker. Uh, some other bit of news here. Like I said, I'm scra- scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Uh, Florida woman tries to seal $800 in Pokemon cards. A Florida woman uh, almost caught almost caught them all. Ooh, this this uh, this article has the puns already. <laughs> almost caught them all, but was nearly caught herself when trying to take off with eight hundred and thirty eight dollars and fifty three cents worth of Pokemon cards at a Target in Claremont on Thursday, according to Orlando Sentinel. The unidentified pocket monster monster enthusiast was stopped by a loss prevention officer just. As she was attempting to leave the store, the suspect was holding a plastic basket overflowing with Pokemon cards. And she was just like going to walk right out the door? Yeah. <laughs> I have to save the children from Pokemon. Um, the lost uh, prevention officer approached the woman, asked her for her receipt, and then snatched the basket from her rather than play the dude in uh, just more Pokemon puns. Oh, I was going to say Paul Blart Mall Cop, but I guess that's not where you were going. No, yeah, it just goes there. Yeah, it's It's not the best written article here. So, but honestly, um, she could have just put, you know, those 20 packs in her pockets and nobody would have noticed. So, um, let me... Right? $800? That's about 20 packs of Pokemon cards these days? That's the going rate? (laughs) I don't think so. So, I'm going to do eight... 
thirty-eight. Here. Pack of ten. Uh, I believe Target sells packs of the last time I three ninety-nine cards. Mm-mm-mm, four fifty. All right, so let's say four seventy, four eighty after tax. That would have been roughly a hundred and seventy-four packs of cards. But they don't even put that many out. Yeah, that's what I don't. Maybe this was like a super target. Or she went and got the cards and tins, like Maybe. the tins, and went up. Because, you know, sometimes they put the cards up in the toy section. Yeah, yeah, that's well, true. As down but, where the cards are. So when they say basket, the first thing I think of is the target basket, which isn't that big. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Depends on how strong you are. <laughs> I mean, I don't think 178 Pokemon cards are heavy. I just don't, don't think they would all fit into a standard target basket. She must have brought her own Pokemon catching basket. Oh, you know what? I don't understand. And I have, I, I know of people who do this, um, who take like gram scales and weigh packs to get like the full arts and everything. And it's like, how does nobody in Walmart and Target stop you when they catch you like weighing packs, just sitting there in the pack aisle and weighing do them? You, do you think that's illegal? Like, I don't think it's no, a crime. No, but it's just super weird. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It's and like people who sit in the produce section with, like, two watermelons, like, feeling them up, seeing which one is better. No, you got to sniff your watermelon. Oh, okay. That, that's perfectly fine. But you also don't bring your own scale to the store and say, I don't trust it. Do stores even do scales anymore in the produce section? But you're, yeah, you're yeah. not like, I don't trust the store's scale. So... I, whatever. It's against the spirit of adventure here. I You're suppose. supposed to buy a pack and be surprised by what you get. But that's why you never buy TCG packs online. Because you know companies like Cool Stuff Inc., they're buying the booster boxes, weighing them all, and then selling the ones that don't meet the weight requirement that they're looking for. Well, I didn't know that until now. Yep. Because you I know mean, those companies, because that's not as sketchy for them, because you, <laughs> they're weighing them in their back room. That's true. But you know what? I don't buy booster. I don't buy any Pokemon cards anymore because I love money, and I love to keep money to myself. And I would. Not I would, give it I would suppose it's safe to buy booster packs from Target or GameStop online. I doubt that they're doing it, but places that deal with trading and collecting cards, like Cool Stuff Inc. or Miniature Market, they're definitely doing that for sure. Troll and Toad. Troll and Toad. Yep. Collector's cash. Let's just name them all so none of them, none of them can sue us. <laughs> I'm a big They're fan. All... Uh, if Cool Stuff Inc. wants to sponsor the podcast, I am a big, big fan of Cool Stuff Inc. That is actually true that when people ask me specifically where they should, if they want to sell uh, commons and stuff, Cool Stuff Inc. is the way to go. Yep. Yeah. They're they're pretty great. And they usually offer like monthly specials of 25% bonus and stuff like that. And... Not it started to sound like a commercial. <laughs> they actually have a lot of tabletop games, so you can use your points that you get from turning in your worthless Pokemon cards and get you know Power Grid, which you'll regret just as much. But it's a different kind of game. That yeah, Power Grid, sweet. Yeah, you gotta have the right amount of people. Next time you're over, well, we'll play Power Grid. No, we won't, because I want to play games that are fun that will make me laugh and be happy, like Spyfall. I didn't play Spyfall. I don't know that one. I know. It's good, though. It's good. Uh, the last bit of news here, it's actually from TheVerge.com. Um, 
very rare that the Verge reports on Pokemon, but that when they do, you you would assume that it's podcast worthy. They uh, reported on a, a UK rapper who has worked with Drake and Kanye before. I believe his name is uh, JME. Uh, he did a Pokemon track, or he did a rap track about Pokemon cards, uh, which I will include here in the intermission. Uh, it's really good. I mean, maybe I'm, I might be biased because I I like pretty much all kinds of music, uh, but it is it is kid safe, which is uh, pretty rare for most rap songs. Uh, and they re- he uh, there was like a remix of the original theme song in there. As well as, it's pretty much him rapping about how Charizard was the best uh, Pokemon card back in the day when the original 151 were very popular. Is this on his latest album? Uh, No, I just think it's a sidetrack here. Um, His YouTube is uh, Man Better Know, M-A-N-B-E-T-T-E-R-K-N-O-W. The song is called The Very Best and uh, we're going to take a break and play it, and hopefully uh, he doesn't come after us for, you know, just sharing his track. Fair with, use. Fair, fair use. use. Yeah, fair use. We're not making money off this. I'm trying to find this on Apple Music. Uh, I don't think it is. Like I said, it just came out. Uh, it said published September 3rd, so about four days ago. It's already September 7th. Dang. It is late. Uh, so the, the, uh, this is JME, uh, the very best, and we will be right back. Yeah. Trust. Shiny Charizard for life. I want the very best. Just know when you see me, you're looking at the very best. You could have ten master balls, you still can't match. The Don't care about legendary birds, you can't attack. Ash Ketchum catches them all, but I only catch. Yo, man, try to ask me why Charizard. Man, think that I'm gonna shop my cars like I need peace. Man's gonna see them framed on the wall when I get my yard. Smile on my face just like Dengar. Think I'm new to this? Nah, nah, turn the clocks back, no wood green tops. See me trading a shirt, car, nah, I put the work in, that's why I am. Better move that link cable, bro, you can't twang. There ain't no fainting round here, fam, my gangs. I will straight for your HP, that's why they call man. Yo, talking like say you're gonna sky me when I draw for the ball, you be like, why me? Trust me, cuz, one by one, I'll make all six of them white. Man's got Japanese and Chinese, don't try to tell me about Chinese. Been there, done that, bought a t shirt, wore it with shorts and trinies. I'm an old school bad man, always be. You weren't around back then, or you would have seen. No rare candy needed for me to achieve. If you're talking the first 151, then call me. Yo, no bends or scratches on the top And make sure none of them corners flop If it looks brand new, shining, glistening Then holler me and I might just cop Rude work, come meet me at the shops I got the gold vinyl, let's do swaps Nostalgia from these base cars So man's collecting and I ain't gonna stop Try test me, bruv, and you will lose too BBK, yeah, boy, better know my crews Shadowless first edition, yeah, I choose Ask the whole of Pallet Town and they'll tell you who's Yo, started this thing in Meridian now man's in Viridian Don't have to defeat nobody to get in the top tier Cause I'm already in Either trainers wanna get rude Running up your map cause you got new Wow you got new But I got two news and I got new too You would get new too
Super Smash Bros. What? And we are back from our break. I forgot to mention uh, British. Well, I said UK. I did say what? UK. You didn't Pro- say UK. Yeah. Yeah. So you would assume that the person rapping would have a British accent. No, sometimes they get sense when they do like performances and uh, remove their accent because mm. it has a more worldwide appeal. I guess I, I like the the British aspect kind of British accent kind of thing. I just find it very hard to understand them sometimes. That's true. You're not wrong there. I practice. I listen to Helen and Ollie. I try try to try to practice a little bit, but I think they're very proper. So when you just have a regular British accent person, it doesn't quite translate as well. Can't argue with that. We're going to do a couple emails. I don't have like a do-do-do-do for emails yet, but I, I need to find one. <laughs> so a uh, couple emails. We have a bunch, um, so we're not going to get to all of them, of course. I probably have like a dozen emails here. I'm going to slaughter this name here. Uh, Talia. They've written him before. Um, so in Pokemon games, there is only Pokemon... Let me start that over. So in the Pokemon games, there is only Pokemon and not any real-life animals. So it's easy to figure out that people in the world would eat Pokemon. In the games in the games they talk about in libraries and even in some NPCs say it. So the question is, what Pokemon would you eat? I think I would love a good breakfast with a with pig night bacon and scrambled execute. I can't eat a Pokemon, I'd become a vegan. <laughs> you would become a vegan in the world of Pokemon? Yes. I just oh they're because they're like quasi intelligent. Yeah. Well, I would probably eat a lot of eggs because I would assume the bird Pokemon would leave eggs. And I guess that's okay, right? Uh yeah, that's true. Milk and eggs. Get you gotta get your proteins. Gotta get your milk tanks. Yeah. I sh- I suppose a buffalo ant would make a good like buffalo beef jerky kind of thing. That's all I can say because I just I can't imagine eating a Pokemon. I can't. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, I, the the one that I know they talk about the most about eating is Farfetch. Uh, well, the Slowpoke song had the they were saying like the Slowpoke tail has like a sweet syrup to it. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention it was Slowpoke Week last week. Well, now you have. Now you have. Uh, so, in honor of Slowpoke Week, they released a bunch of crazy weird videos on Instagram. And they also uh, released some stuff on the store, PokemonCenter.com. They released a cup, uh, like a notepad with Slowpoke on it, a shirt, and I believe a belt buckle, which would be their first belt buckle on on Pokemon Center. So For all of you uh, Western wear enthusiasts. That's right. Um, I think the main thing was that they released the uh, old Japanese Slowpoke song in English. Yes. Which so. was part of those Instagram weird videos. But to finish off the email, they said, To all the fans who are not a part of the Slack community, do it. Just do it. It's an amazing group of people, and it's such fun to check the conversations every day with such fun people. It is more. It is worth more than the $1 per month requirement. Well, thank you. That was nice. We try to keep it real. I do talk to Talia from time to time. <laughs> uh, Nick writes in, Pokemon podcast people. Oh, is this Nick from Nebraska or is this Nick from Boston or is this a whole new Nick altogether? This is Nick not from Nebraska but from Boston. They'll okay, say okay. it. They'll I, say like, the I do like Nick from Boston. I like to argue with him. There's only one Nick per state here. I know you've been hearing a lot of ideas 
uh, from listeners what the Pokemon company should do for the next game or for Gen 7 or for the 20th anniversary. Well, here is the best idea directed from my brain. While watching the Pokemon Symphony, I felt nostalgic for the Game Boy games, but not for Kanto or the characters or the plot. I wanted the, I wanted to revisit the feeling of those games. That made me think of the upcoming 3DS version Dragon, Dragon Quest XI, which featured a more modern-looking game on the top screen and a retro SNES version on the bottom screen. I'm sure you can see where I'm going with this. Gen 7 should include a Game Boy mode in which graphics, music, and menus would switch to Game Boy Color style. It would be set in a new region with Pokemon and modern mechanics, but by pressing a button, you could put some nostalgic glasses on and play a brand new old Pokemon game. You're welcome, Nick. Not from Nebraska, but from Boston. Well, he cleared that up right at the end. That sounds tricky. I don't think they'd get a lot of new customers that way. That's true. Even being able to swap back and forth. Remember for years we were saying there will never be a 3D Pokemon game? <laughs> I don't remember saying that. Oh, no. there was, Somebody said that. They were, they were like, 3D does not match with our style of gaming and we're never going to do a 3d game and blah 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 yeah i do remember that i remember um it was discussed on the podcast where uh some felt very strongly against it uh they also were against uh the noise the like the pokemon cries being changed yes by the time i was for the cries being changed because what was it like charizard and ride rhyhorn had like the same cry or something silly like that Possibly. Yeah, I can't see them uh, doing the retro thing, but I'm I'm 100% on board that I do want that like feeling of like playing Gen 1 again and just like, oh, everything is so new. And I, I kind of felt like they've they almost achieved it uh, in Gen 6. In what way? Um, the beginning of the game all the way up to the second gym, I thought was like really good at the pacing and at like an adventure and seeing a bunch of Pokemon you've never seen before. And then once you finished the second gym, it was like gym, gym, gym all in a row. And it almost felt like that middle part was really rushed. And that, that kind of was like, Oh, okay. That kind of took me out of it of like exploring and feeling like a, a whole new kind of world. Yeah. I mean, the I think, one thing that's tricky about that is with X and Y, there's so much like go back to towns where I think like in a lot of the older ones, you kind of complete a town. You never go back to it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on that first playthrough, yeah, you're just trying to like destroy gyms and be done with it. But then if you keep going back, then there's reasons to go back to the different towns. So you see the different daily events in the hotels or just to like when well you never do Pokedex completion and there's you know the different areas where you can get different things for Pokedex completion and stuff like that and of course going back through to get all the Mega Stones, uh, which is important. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I think and, you know one thing when you were doing the stream that you pointed out that was uh, I, I never really crossed my mind was how in black and white they were kind of mirroring the 150 Pokedex. Yeah. As well. So, like, especially with like Sock and Throw being the uh, Hitman Top and Hit, or, ugh, Hitman Shame Lee. on Me, Hitman <laughs> Chan and Hitman Lee, uh, and and other things like that, um, and Basculin being an afterthought. Whatever. <laughs> oh man. 
Wait, that that was the night ruiner right there. That was the end of your night right there. Man, you were all excited for what was Basculin going to be. And then it was like, well, we needed another fish. Oh. <laughs> and since we were running out of time, we just changed the color of its stripe. And now you have two. Uh, all right, we'll do one more email, even though we have a bunch. But I apologize. Uh, got other other things here to do tonight. We're a little tired still. Yeah. Like, even with all of our naps and such, we're still catching up. Uh, here we go from AJ. Dear SBJ, Will, Travis, Micah, and or other awesome people slash persons. Uh, wow, that was a lot of variables. How are you all? Hope everything is going well in your respective corners of the universe. Anyway, I remember hearing on a recent podcast in an email about if Game Freak felt that Raichu was a mistake. This made me start to wonder, do you think the Pikachu line will ever get a split evolution such as uh, Glooms or Snow Runs, for example? If so, what would you want to see? Have a wonderful eat week and eat more cheesecake, AJ. Yeah. I'm down for eating more cheesecake, except it's not Sunday, so I'm not allowed to have a dessert. <laughs> um, I well, what could it be? Because right, it's not Pikachu is not a dual type. I don't think they would ever go. I don't think they would ever touch Pikachu. I'm kind of going to get that out of the way. Pikachu is like the sacred money maker <laughs> in the Pokemon world. Uh, but I would like to see. For them to go back and do like a like a baby calf that could split evolve into either Tauros or Bufalant. And then do like some kind of pink fish that could split evolve into a love disc or Alom Alohomora. And kind of start tying back these original Pokemon with Gen 5, with Gen 6. Because right now you have this giant disconnect of everything before Gen 5 and now everything after Gen 5. Well, I don't know. You could, because you know, right now it's it takes a Thunderstone to evolve a Pikachu, right? So they could do a different kind of stone that turns it into a fairy type that has nothing to do with electricity anymore. Also, you'd want to, if it's a calf, you'd want to do a triple evolution of Buffalant, uh, Tauros, and Miltank. That's true. I would, I would not be opposed to that. Except I hate baby Pokemon. But if, isn't like Tauros all male? And Miltank all female. No, Miltank could be male. Never mind. Right? Well, Isn't there something stupid and weird like that? talking faster than I can research on the internet. Tauros is 100% male. Yes. So your baby calf would have to be male. And then if Miltank is 100% female. Miltank is 100% female. There you go. So you already know where that split evolution is going to go. Um, but then... There would have to be a difference between Bufalant and Tauros with your male calf to figure that out. I and think that Buf- would be really cool. Bufalant is 50-50. If your little calf is male or female, you have a slight chance of going. Bufalant's like the the wild card there. Well, they can make it based on like special attack and special defense, mm-hmm. whichever oh, yeah. one is higher, even though they're physical attackers, aren't they? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. But let's get creative, folks. Let's redo the base stats for every single Pokemon in the next version of the game. I agree. I think that would be a great benefit to uh both just playing the game and the um competitive ac- the competitive nature of battling. 
Yeah, we still have a ton of emails. Appreciate the emails. We'll get to them on our next show here. Uh, if you do want to send in your email with your question, anything Pokemon or even cheesecake related, uh, you can do that at sbj at pkmncast.com or just go over to pokemonpodcast.com and hit the contact button. Fill out that form. goes to the same exact place. Uh, either way, it'll get there. And uh, yeah, let us know. And uh, no discussions of hot dogs. No discussions of hot dogs. Write in and let us know. Don't you even say it. Is a hot dog Don't a sandwich? No. That's really good. Let's go to our Pokemon of the Week. Now, this week's Pokemon of the Week is Gothitelle. Oh, with a purse. <laughs> with a purse. If if I would have drew her hand lower, I would have put a hot dog in it. I dropped the ball. Gothitelle is 25% male, 75% female. Pokedex number 576. Uh, Gothitelle's immense psychic power can distort the space around it, showing visions of distant stars and past events. It can predict the future from the placement of movements of stars, and it weeps when it discovers the lifespan of its trainer, a.k.a. How sad. It knows when you're going to die. Oh, that is very sad. And that makes it cry. Oh. That is sad. Death Note stuff right there. <laughs> Gothitelle base stats uh, 490, highest being special defense of uh, 110. And uh, tied for second is defense and special attack at 95. Are you a big fan of Gothitelle? Uh, I mean, in the games, I preferred Rayuniclus over the Gothitelle line. But um, Gothitelle has a shadow tag. So you could do a parish song. Shadow tag, Gothitelle. There you go. Does she learn Parishlong? 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 I was just having a Steve moment right there. She does not learn Parishlong. Oh, but she looks like she'd be such a lovely singer. Gothitelle is like going back to Gen 5. Gothitelle is like the jinx of Gen 5. What is Ray Nicholas? The Alakazam. Uh, who's the Mr. Mime? Um, I don't know. But I mean, like, if you compare Gothic Tell to Jinx, they're both based off of, um, some specific Japanese, uh, clothing style. Yeah. And, like, I felt like if, so if you just replaced Gothic Tell with Jinx in Gen 1, I feel like it would have still got the same heat, like the same complaints, uh, that Jinx suffered. Which is a bummer, because I, like I, we said on the, was it last last podcast or the podcast before, uh, Jinx just suffered of being misunderstood misunderstood in the age of the 90s, which is a shame. As most Japanese things were in the 90s and the 80s. We just weren't ready for Japan at that time. Ugh, the 80s. We certainly <laughs> did not. We're not ready for Japan. Um who can learn Parish Song? Jinx, Lapras, Politoed, Misdreavus. Mi- misunderstood Pokemon right there. Smoochums, <laughs> Celebi, Swablu, Altaria, Absol, Cricketoon, Arceus, Meloetta, Seal, Ghastly, Cubone, Iglybuff, Meryl, Murkrow, Absol, and Cubone as a special move, which was weird. And don't worry about that one because it's not there there anymore who would you pair up with your gothitelle to do a little parish song shadow tag action 
Uh, I don't know. So she's psychic type, so you want something complementary to psychic type. I mean, Absol, because you can mega Absol. Yeah, Absol's cool. Um, and Altaria, you can do mega Altaria as well. Uh, probably just, well, Politoed, if people are still running that. Polytoed's that old cool. saw. Can't go wrong with Politoed. I mean, you can go wrong with Politoed <laughs> if you're up against an all grass team. Politoed can no ice beam, though. Uh, bubble beam and ice beam. There you go. And hyper beam. It knows all the beams. Although I'm sure there's another beam out there. Beam it up. Beam it up. Uh, so yeah, I apologize that my got the tell drawing this past weekend was uh, not up to standard. Well, some people liked it, just <laughs> not me. Um, but there we go, got the tell. And I think that's it for the show. We should be back on schedule for next week. I mean, we're not too far off schedule. You guys are just getting the show a couple, couple hours. Hours, later. yeah. And uh, yeah, um, busy week ahead for me. Uh, I'll let you guys in on a little spoiler slash secret. I uh, recorded episode zero of a different podcast, and I will be recording episode one later this week. And uh, we're still working out the uh, album art and getting. Getting it to sound all right, and uh, yeah, but uh, it is something I'm working with with a couple guys, and yeah, if you apparently if you like how I host podcasts, then you might like this new podcast I'm doing, which is kind of cool because I've wanted to do other podcasts for a while and I've just haven't had the opportunity, but uh, how this is being done might provide that for um, another weekly show that I do, so we'll see. Um, so is it about hockey and other non-ball-based sporting events? <laughs> it is not about any sporting event. Mm, pass. I apologize. Uh, Will, where where can... Oh, before before we go, uh, please, if you haven't done so already, please leave us a review in iTunes. That will help other people find the show. And uh, if you want to hang out in our Slack community and support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective. And uh, you can throw like a dollar our way, and we would greatly appreciate that. Will, where can they find you? Uh, I think uh, Twitter is probably the best place to find me at Wash in the Sink. And then on the PS4, it's Wash in the Sink. And if you have a Wii U, it, then it's William GU. All right. And there you go. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Dragging a Lake. That is the same as my PlayStation name. Some destiny going to happen in two weeks or. Not even two weeks. Yeah, not even two weeks, like 10 days. It's only a week away. So uh, I will be there hanging out. I'm sure Will will be there. So hang out with us. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, it is at Pokemon Podcast. That's going to be probably the um, most updated source of uh, if things are delayed or if things are coming early or any events. Follow us there. Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are... Super Twitch streamers. (laughs) Thank you all. Good night.